Brent Gable here as we uh, talk about some of the top 2025s in New Jersey. We hit the uh, the upcoming sophomore class for the first time as we go back to school and, and look at some 10th graders who are certainly in an elite state. And we're starting off here with, with Brett Gable from Cherokee. Recent co uh, commit to Virginia Tech. Congratulations on that, certainly. And, uh, and welcome and thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. And thank you for having me on. Of course. Let's, uh, let's start. We'll go in reverse order here and talk about the summer. Um, an, an, another summer with the Diamond Jacks program, making a little ride up to Flemington for, uh, for your games. The 15U team, great team that you're on. And, you know, how the summer was a, a, a nice extension of the, uh, the spring season and how it led to the Virginia Tech commitment. Definitely. Um, this is my first uh, summer with the Diamond Jacks. Um, I joined this past fall. And uh, the summer was very intense. Um, played a bunch of games. Uh, went to Florida and Georgia. We played in the WWBA. Um, got to pitch in both tournaments. Um, it's a good bunch of kids out there. Um, very talented, very hardworking. Um, more importantly, uh, really good kids. Uh, good to talk to. So, um, with Virginia Tech, uh, my first exposure with them was through Diamond Jacks. Uh, it was down in the fall, down in West Palm. Um, through my first game, and uh, Virginia Tech was actually there watching. Um, and they really liked what they saw. So that was the start of my relationship with them. And they've been following me throughout. Um, they were one of the first teams or first schools to uh, follow through and uh, keep track. So um, they invited me down to a camp in the winter. And unfortunately, I got, I was hurt. Um, I had a stress fracture in my back, um, two stress fractures. So I had to take some time off. And I was, unfortunately, had to skip that uh, camp. But um, come summertime, they saw me pitching. Uh, uh, Georgia in the WWBA and um, did all right. Uh, struggled a little bit, but uh, they still liked what they saw and uh, stayed in contact. And they actually invited me down to a, a pop-up camp. And I was able to go down, meet all the coaches, the coaching staff. Um, so I got to see the campuses and uh, facilities. And uh, yeah, I really liked what I saw. Um, I had a really strong feeling from the first time. I was like, I, I like it here. Um, so uh, they did end up offering after that on a Zoom call, and um, they gave me a lot of time to think about it, um, which I was very grateful for. Um, I was able to talk over with my family, and um, very, very appreciative of what they did. Um, yeah, and, and, and a little South Jersey kind of connection there growing at Virginia Tech, obviously. I mean, it's a rival school, but, but uh, Kate Hunter from Lenape getting drafted by Seattle and, and younger brother Grant, who's a year ahead of you, yeah. also making the commit there. So, I mean, how you know Grant pretty well, I guess, or, you know, faced him or anything like that? Yeah, um, I actually got to meet him at the Carpenter Cup this past year. Um, and that, the Hunters are, they're, they're legit. They're really good baseball players, so. Yeah. Now, before the summer, um, and, and you mentioned coming back from the injury and kind of working your way into a, uh, a, a pretty strong Cherokee team, obviously, that, that really kind of grew together and very talented and peaked at the right time. And, you know, we come to the South Jersey title game and Cherokee's going up against uh, Kingsway and Kingsway had spent most of the year as the top public school team in, uh, in South Jersey and probably on, in all of New Jersey. And, uh, 
some tall lefty freshman gets the ball for the uh, for the championship game, and you know, obviously, you go out and throw a great game and win the title with uh, with Cherokee two to one. Tell us about that day, um, how what it meant to you as a freshman to get the ball that game, and how you handled the uh, you know the the fact that it was a pretty darn big game. Yeah, well, um, it all started uh, the game before we played Shawnee and uh, Cheeseman had that game and he threw a gem. Uh, that was a really, really good game. Um, so Kingsway was right after them and uh, our coach, uh, Coach Petronani, he was he's saying, uh, if we win this game, you're mostly going to have to start. And uh, we battled through that Shawnee game and we came out, we came out with it. So um, it all started from there, started mentally preparing. Um, and the day of the game, it was off to a rough start. Um, in the morning, I, I was nervous, like actual sleeping the night before. Um, I actually threw up my breakfast because I was, I was nervous. Um, it was right before we left for school, come through. Um, and throughout the whole day, I'm just thinking about the game. I, ha I have one AirPod in, listen to music. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not really focused on the school day. No, no. So come lunchtime, we head out. Uh, head over to Kingsway, and um, I think I threw my worst bullpen of the year. <laughs> I was like, "Oh no, uh oh!" And uh, Schoolie can tell you that too. Uh, it was it was not a pleasant bullpen. Um, so, which ended up okay. I was able to adjust, um, but at Schoolie and all all the older guys came up and they were very supportive. Um, they had my back the whole time. I know Patrick had. Uh, that huge hit that scored two runs, and he threw out that runner at home, uh, which probably that could have saved the game as well. So, yeah, it was huge. Um, yeah, if he wasn't there, we would not be. No, no, but you know, um, but you you mentioned somebody else in in there, and he's somebody that that we think certainly should uh, have a home, but but ho hopefully gets one soon. And that's Jason Schooley, your catcher. Definitely. Yeah. Tell us about him and what it meant to have somebody with his experience and, and, and that sort of thing leading you. And, you know, tell me why he's a great catcher. Uh, for, first thing that comes to mind when you think of school is his leadership. Um, he, he's a nat natural born leader. Um, very supportive. Um, at every mound visit is, will come up to you, uh, see something wrong, he'll tell you what's wrong. Um, even in practice, I mean, the first practice of the, of the school year, um, freshmen, uh, we had four freshmen on the JV freshmen, uh, JV and varsity squad. So it was me and three other guys. And schoolie, you could see just an eye out, his loud voice saying what to do. And um, you get the sense of like safety with him. Uh, and he, he's very talented, leader, supportive. Um, very smart with the baseball um so i couldn't ask for another catcher for my high school season i mean he's he's amazing definitely now we're coming up to the fall you know you've made your commitment now um a busy spring certainly a very intense games with the state tournament um an intense summer as far as national events and and committing to a you know a top 10 program um, is this time to, to kind of focus on growing physically because you obviously want to grow into that ACC body, you know, by the time you're ready to graduate? Certainly. Um, we're taking the fall off from games, uh, just with what, exactly what you said, the 
long high school season and summer season. Uh, so we're just taking the time to lift, uh, keep the arm moving, still throwing plyos and long tossing, um, to making sure we're eating a lot, um, trying to put yeah. on some muscle mass, some weight. Um, so that's, that's the plan. And we've been, we have our routine every day, um, lifting three days a week. I'm throwing almost every day. Uh, could be, depending on the day, be uh, light intent or you could, do, could throw heavy, but um, incorporating some sprinting stuff. And we've been hitting every day because my, my goal is to play outfield for Cherokee next season too, because I like to hit. Yeah, we need some bats in that lineup, right? I mean, uh, Evan's going to be one of the big returners and, and you've got a, a great team coming up. For sure. Uh, what did you learn about yourself this year, you know, other than hopefully you're not superstitious and decide you got to throw up your breakfast every bump day now, but what, uh, what did we learn about ourselves other than that we look pretty good in an orange jacket? Um, definitely that, uh, look, look to your teammates for support. Um, I had, I was grateful to have such amazing teammates. Um, every single one of them had an influence on me in a good way. Um, an example was uh, Blake Weinstein. Um, I'm sure you know about Blake, but uh, he, he's a great teammate. I mean, before every game, every start, he would text me during the school day, we'd talk, and now he's one of my closest friends. Um, so definitely uh, look to your teammates for support because they'll have your back. And I guess the other thing we did learn was uh, as one of our favorite high school traditions, the, uh, the orange jacket after the game. Um, yeah. Who looks best in orange on your team? I got to go with everyone. I mean, got to go. Yeah, yeah. How did it, how did that start? How do we? Uh, what? I'm I'm not sure. Um, it just started this past year. It was an idea that um, our coaches had, and uh, I, I like it. I think it's a great idea. I think we should keep that rolling for a long time. Definitely, definitely. And I hope you get the chance to, to wear a bunch of them this or wear it a bunch of times this year. Um, what's the thing that, that surprised you most about high school baseball in, uh, in South Jersey and, and, and the rivalries and things like that? Definitely the talents of the team. Um, every team you played was talented one through nine. Um, there was no, it wasn't an easy game. I mean, especially when you got to the playoffs, it was, Every, every team brought their best and you'd be surprised at like, wow, this, they got some pitchers. I think every pitcher we faced in the playoffs was legit. Good. Yeah. It was like, it, it was, it was eye opening. I was not expecting that. Coming in. Yeah. South Jersey group four is crazy. Cause you're right. Every team, even if they're the 16 seed, they've got a pitcher who can, who can win. What did it mean to the, to the team, to the program, to, to win it? And what does that do for the goals for next year? Definitely seeing the excitement on coaches' faces and every, all the seniors are jumping around happy. It was definitely, it's like, it was in, you can get to enjoy it. Um, and I think it plays a toll on next year of we have to keep that standard. Um, we're definitely going to work harder than last year, if that's possible. <laughs> um, we're going to, they have a bunch of returning guys. We did lose some key parts, uh, like a Cheeseman or a Patrizzi. Yeah, a lot of pitchers, but um, the goal is to refuel. Um, and we're gonna we're gonna miss those guys. It's it's been a lot. 
Yeah, and, but but the the great thing is to see their leadership to to kind of learn from them. You know, now it sets the kind of the standard for the next uh, next generation because you guys should certainly be in the the title mix again. Definitely, and uh, the relationships they've built with the younger guys is what's going to help carry us through. Definitely. Well, Brett, we appreciate you taking some moments here on uh, on this episode of the uh, of the future. Um, Brett Gable committed to Virginia Tech a couple earlier this month. Outstanding 2025 lefty pitcher, Cherokee High School, and uh, we look forward to catching you a little bit bigger version of you come next uh, next spring. Thank you, and thank you for having me. Feel it coming in the air yeah. And the screams from everywhere yeah. I'm addicted to the truth It's a dangerous Sorry. love affair Can't be scared when it goes down Got a problem, tell me now Only thing that's on my mind Is who gon' this town tonight Here on uh, JBS The Future with the uh, most electric two-way athlete 2025 in South Jersey, we got Chase Kroberger, Morristown High School, five-star Northeast in the summer, um, got it done as a, as a ninth grader in the outfield, uh, hitting for Morristown, got it done on the mound, has certainly shown his uh, ability to do both at a high level, and uh, it's been a long time coming, but thanks for, uh, thanks for coming on here, Chase. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's good Definitely. to be here. Yeah, let's, uh, you know, great, a really good summer. Um, you know, certainly starting to push both the, the hitting and the pitching to the, to the next level and kind of getting back where you need to be. Um, what's the plan coming up this fall? Because I know it's again, time to push it one more step. Uh, so this fall, I'm a really try to get in the weight room and get big, but also while doing that, I'm going to like a college camp coming up this Labor Day, at, uh, University of Virginia. And then I'm playing three tournaments with five-star Northeast, and the big one, the sophomore World Series in Fort Myers. And then after that, I'm going to shut my arm down and just try to get big. Yep, yep. No, it's, uh, it's all right. We got, a, we got a big year ahead. Um, mm-hmm. The question for you is this, though. I'm putting you on the spot. What do we like more, playing the outfield or pitcher? Because I know you say, yeah, I want a two-way as long as I can. I want a two-way in college, all that yeah. stuff. Are you a pitcher who can also fly and, and hit some bombs, or are you a center fielder who can get it up to close to 90? So I've been asked this question countless times, and mm-hmm. I, I used to always say, yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to be a pitcher, but I've started to change that a little bit, and I, I think, like, primary, I'm an outfielder now. Yeah, I mean, it's – Certainly, no need to. You got not have to specialize yet. You know, there's, mm-hmm. there's more and more guys who who do both in in college at high levels now. Um, yeah, I'm a, I'm I'm a, I'm gonna just try to wait it out and just wait for like more people's opinions on it. And yep, yeah, yeah. Train to do both. We don't we don't believe in PO uh, rest day. You know, mm-hmm. nah. not, not the PO life yet. Uh. Uh-uh. Um. This summer, what was uh, what were the big the the big experiences for you? What was your favorite part of the summer? The uh, my favorite part of the summer. So I did a lot of travel in the summer. I played like four tournaments down south, and they're all pretty long. Um, 
So my first tournament was in Alabama and on the way to Georgia, we like we drove because there was like a day between the tournaments. We went and stopped at Auburn and I just thought it was really cool to go walk around a campus and like I got to see the baseball field. That was a good experience and play. I played with the USA Prime. It was a pretty good squad. We, we did our we did all right. And then um, playing with the five star, like playing with my friends, like I know all those kids. I really liked that, and that's why I'm going to be with Five Star full-time now. And um, just playing for, like, good coaches. Like, that's what I like. There's a lot of colleges, like, eyes on us. And just playing good in front of them just made me feel good. So that means you'll be throwing to your boy Griff, Griffin Clark. This, uh, yes. This, you guys have always had that. I mean, obviously close friends, but that connection with him behind the plate, you love throwing to him, don't you? Yeah. we first started playing in 12 year there's a there's a picture of us on the beach in like fort myers when we were like i don't even know i guess i guess 12 and it just looks so funny like he, he's like taller than me and <laughs> it's it's hilarious that was literally the last time he was taller than you wasn't it yeah probably so we gotta ask then because you got the hair Right. How did that what when did we was that a summer team thing? And and I guess that means that Griff did it too. And and did anybody was he the did he look the worst out of everybody? So what really happened with the with the hair? So everyone on my five star on my five star team said said that they, that they were gonna do it. So I was like, all right, I'll do it. And I think I was the first one to do it. And then two other kids did it. Griff was one, and then Matthew Leary was another one, our shortstop and leadoff hitter. And, like, we were the three only ones. No one else did it. Everyone was too scared. And then Griff saw you his back. Yeah, they saw you yeah. and they said no. Yeah, so Griff died at his back. So just being the one kid now. So no real point of it. No, no, but, but it doesn't look too yeah, I'm, I'm sure it, it looks all right. It, it, yeah, it looks all right. You know, it's summer. Yeah. Uh -huh. um, Morristown coming up, you know, next year. I mean, this past year as a freshman, you know, you get the chance to to play with, with Max Martin, um, who was, you know, obviously a lot of uh, MLB scouts there watching, um, eventually decided to go to Rutgers, you know, a chance to, to be a top 10, top 15 team this year. Um, what did you learn from, from Max? You know, he obviously said some great things about you on here about, you know, your potential and, and your ability. And what does that mean to hear that from him? So Max was the real, oh, well, what it's like to hear that from him. I like, I'm very like thankful to play with, like to play with him because he showed me a lot. He showed me how to like stay cool when a lot of eyes are like are on you. Like that's a bit like it, it can get to you. It, I don't think he really got to him. He was cool the entire time. And just to play with, like, an athlete, like, that good, like, it was really something to watch. Like, him – so I batted, like, two batters behind him. He was in the two-hole. I was in the four-hole. He was on just, like, steel bases, like, just so fast. And it was really an experience to play with him. And all, like, the MLB scouts there, I think one game there was probably, like, 20. Like, it was just, like, absurd. So you played other sports at a, at a pretty good level too, obviously, you know, um, why is baseball the best? For, for me or like overall? Yeah, both, but, but yeah, why, why do we, 
Why is that your favorite? I've just been playing it for the longest time. And, like, everyone in my family has really played baseball. Like, my cousin, he, like, played at, he played at Cherokee and then went played at Tennessee. And then my grandpa, he made it up to AAA for the Phillies. And then, like, my, my uncle, like, did Arsenal and stuff. So it's kind of just always been there for me. And, like, it's, like, just surrounded by it. Like, I'm always surrounded by it. Favorite part of the game is what? Uh, hidden. <laughs> I guess that just kind of proves that you are becoming more of an outfielder than pitches. Yeah. Um, game day routine. What's the one thing that you can't do without? Um, I'm not one of those big, like, guys who has to do, like, the same thing before every game, but. I think whenever I pitch, I do these certain stretches that works for me, but I, I, that's just me. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's just in my head, but. What's uh, so, you know, obviously you, you've achieved a lot of goals so far. What are your main goals now for this offseason? Obviously mentioned getting a little bit bigger. Um, what does that mean, like, specifically as far as what you want to see performance-wise before next year? So. I want to be able to throw 90, like, and I don't want to just, like, hit it and then sit, like, 85. I, I, I want to be up there. And um, so that's, like, my main goal right now. And also, like, just, like, my legs. Like, I, I just want to have, like, huge legs and just be able to hit the ball all over the park and be able to, like, I, like turn doubles into triples. Like, I feel like that would be big for me. One of your uh, one of your best friends, Anthony Saka, um, not baseball, but obviously dominating mm. football at a young age and, and certainly kind of racking up the, the offers and things like that. What can you learn from someone like Anthony that will help you? Well, I, I guess he's just a hard worker and like like he's determined for football. So that's really it. And he like stays cool with all the offers like. Doesn't like let it get to him, I guess. Competition, you want some of yours now too, I'm guessing, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got to get up there with him now. That's right. That's right. Chase Kroberger, our guest, Morristown High School, certainly going to be one of the top players in South Jersey uh, this year as a sophomore. We, uh, we appreciate you stopping by. Thank you. JBS, the future. We are here with Nate Sofield, the outstanding 2025 catcher, Pinelands High School. Uh, made an impact last year, probably more on the defensive side than, than offensively with uh, some of the, the quick releases, throwouts, uh, making sure kind of brutal on the other team's running game, but, but certainly um, imposing hitter and, and growing hitter as well. Uh, thanks for coming on, Nate. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Tell us what it's like making a varsity debut and making a, 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 an impact as a freshman, you know, as, as a ninth grader, as a 14, 15 year old playing with 17s and 18s. Um, you know, you see guys do it a lot in the outfield or guys who come up and just are like freaks of nature and can do it as a pitcher. 
something like that, but we don't see a lot of catchers as a freshman. Um, was that a big adjustment for you? What was it like kind of, you know, Hey, I gotta be the pitchers. Uh, you know, I gotta lead my pitching staff and I'm, you know, two, three years younger than they are. Well, as when you're a young kid, you're always looking up to, I want to play for my high school's varsity team. Like, Every, I, you can't tell me you're not going to look up to say, I want to play varsity baseball as a freshman or at all. Like everyone's looking up to that team. And a way I got myself into getting to know the kids. And I knew the kids growing up, but I didn't always play with them. So in the off season, I, I went out, I caught my pitchers bullpens, got used to them. I became friends with those kids. And as a catcher, you got to be best friends with the pitcher because you're always work with them and you always got to, you always got to make the pitcher happy. So I got to know Stephen Emilio, our ace, really well, and some of our other guys like Caden Inman, Chris Mitchell. And that's how I got to really work with those guys, and especially in preseason, catching their bullpens, working with them, seeing what they like to throw, and getting to know the guys overall. What do you like most about catching? I love being in control. I hate – I don't like not knowing what's going on or when you're catching, you're calling the game, you know, what pitch is coming, you control the pitcher. And one of the oldest sayings in the book for a catcher is everyone else is looking at you and you're looking at everyone else. And that's the, that's truly to me the best way to put it. Yeah, definitely. Now, you know, it, it's, uh, how about, and, and throwing runners out has got to be a lot of fun too. Oh. There's, I don't think there's any better feeling. I'd, I'd rather throw runners out than hit home runs. Yeah, yeah. Now, you're, you're this summer, busy summer, Hamilton Stars, right? Yes. Um, where did you get to go this summer, um, you know, after playing the high school year, and that was obviously pretty intense, and Pineland had a pretty good season, you know, for, for you know, certainly uh, I think probably, you know, getting the double digits and wins was a big accomplishment. Um, but – where did you get to go this summer and, and how that helped you on the way here and, and, and being one of the top 25 catchers? Now getting, getting to the WWBA right after high school ended was, I mean, it's arguably the biggest tournament of the summer. And it was, a, it was really fun playing in it and competing with great teams all over. And one of the highlights of that was playing against uh, the Scorpions national giant scout team and and um jackson holiday's younger brother ethan holiday who's a phenomenal player i got nothing but great things to say about them but uh some of the bigger trips this year we added in was certainly more fun and a de a definitely a way to get your, ourselves out there better and it, last year we were a, a very good team up in our region and we won a lot of tournaments up here but i really enjoyed getting to go play better competition because at this level, it's not always about winning at this point. And obviously everyone wants to win, but it's about put, giving yourself the best opportunity to get out there and put yourself out there to get to the next level. Yep. And you got a chance to, to go down to Coastal as well and play? I did. And Coastal is, would be my dream school. And there'd be, I wouldn't want, if ever, if it's a perfect world, that's where I'd be going to school. But you drop out and go to Coastal for like seven years if you could, right? With COVID, yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> and 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 now, obviously, 
you know, you're younger, you see them win the national championship in, in 2016. Um, is it that? Is it Myrtle? We like Myrtle Beach and it's not Myrtle Beach is uh, not quite New Jersey in the winter or is it just kind of a combination of everything? I mean, it was, first of all, you see Coastal win the national championship. I didn't know Coastal before they won the national championship. Well, obviously I hear of them and, you know, it kind of, when I was younger, I was always a Florida Gators fan. The nickname, the Florida, like it go, it went hand in hand. So, but as I've grown older, I've become more of a coastal fan. You see that teal football field and it's really a school on the rise. Like the football team starting to get really good. The baseball team starting to get to a national top 25 basis on a consistent basis and showing that that 2016 run wasn't just a, yeah, it was fluke in a team that just got hot. It was like, okay, this program's a legit program. So a lot of it. And then last year I got the chance to go down and visit. And a friend of my mom's is a trainer there. So I got to see the campus and I just fell in love with the campus. And I like that small home, that small hometown type feel, but also being not far from Myrtle Beach, which is also similar to the Jersey Shore. So it feels like similar to home, but far enough away where I can get away and be warmer weather. Absolutely. Now, a similar program to, to Coastal would be Old Dominion up in Virginia, and we bring that up because, you know, Pinelands baseball, Noah Dean, um, graduating a few years before, you know, before you arrived, but, but certainly still has that Pinelands connection. Noah just drafted in the fifth round by the Red Sox. You know, A, you get a chance to talk to him a lot, and, and B, what does it mean, you know, because otherwise you just like I'm from Pinelands, you know, it's a it's a small you know, kind of wrestling school that, that like there's no baseball. Nobody baseball wise has ever come out of here, you know, to have somebody just before you kind of make that that path, you know, himself. Does that mean something extra? It does. And yes, I do talk to Noah. Noah and I talk often and it's nice to. um have someone that can you that shows you the way and what it takes to get to that level and be a player that went to a top college and got drafted and Noah in high school Noah and Joey were like a huge dual threat and that was one of the better teams to ever come out go through high school and clearly and definitely the best duo to come out of there but they and Noah was very good in high school and you know what the competitive side of me wants me to say you know what I want to be better than Noah like Noah was great but I want to be I want to be better because that's that's just how I was raised I always want to be I always want to be better than the next person so we got Nate Sofield who's going to be a fourth round draft pick then someday right you got to be a little bit better or throw 101 miles per hour um, maybe not the and, 101. Yeah. And, and we should, uh, and we should say the Joey that you mentioned, Joey Ventresca, um, was a, a star to a, um, still at Monmouth. Um, great, great player. So you've had a couple of guys to say, sort of look up to and, and, and see how, you know, they've gone about and, and kind of made their path. Um, where do we do our off season training? Let's give them a little shout because I see them on your on your videos a lot and seem to have a, a big impact on you. Oh, I got to give a shout out to two twenty seconds to nine and Johnny Monell and his crew down there because 
without them, I wouldn't the defensive side, especially I wouldn't be anywhere where I'm at now today without them. But also uh, along with 220, I'd have to give a shout out to Coach Cap, who has been a coach with me for eight years now as just an overall baseball coach. And he's taught me the game probably better than anybody else and taught me how to respect the game. But uh, the man I've been to longer than anyone, Coach Lou and he's I've been with him since I was seven, I think. And I've been working with him on hitting and just – it's been a pleasure working with all of them and I wouldn't be the player I am today without them. What's your goals for the, uh, the fall slash winter? The goals is are to uh, get bigger, get stronger and put myself in a chance to get heavily recruited next year and give myself the best chance and the best opportunities to go to the schools I want to go to. Definitely. Um, as catcher, any sort of game day rituals that, that you, you know, are that you couldn't do without at this point? Oh, you know, the blue Powerade. Always go with blue Powerade. All that's, right. Why, that's been one since I was younger. Why blue and why Powerade? You know, it probably started as something as silly as I drank it one game, had a great game, and I just kept doing it. So it, it's and it's just stuck with me. It's always like, before the weekend, Friday, it's always like, Mom, I don't got any blue power. Can you run to the store and grab me some, please? <laughs> so it's. Nate Sofield's going to be a fourth round draft pick, but not going to be Gatorade player of the year, apparently. <laughs> we get the Powerade NIL deals, though, right? That's and nobody, nobody drinks. Nobody drinks Powerade anymore. Uh, I drink it every day. Blue raspberry, right? Is that is that the blue flavor? Yes. Yep. Blue raspberry. Excellent. So you want to be a good catcher, get your blue raspberry Powerade. And uh, that's kind of the key is what we're saying. Yeah. And go play college ball, live the li right. life. That's right. Great, great you know, college, they give you all the blue Powerade you want. It'd be awesome. <laughs> we are here with Nate Sofield. Um, as we said, one of the top, if not the top 2025 catcher in New Jersey. Um, great freshman year, certainly big things on the horizon. Um, keep crushing it, and uh, we appreciate having, having you on. Thank you. Thank you for having me.